Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is FMC here on a Tuesday. I am Jeremy. That is SP3. SP3 has been fined for his lateness today. SP3, would you like to explain why you have delayed things and you have showed up to practice late? Actually, this is a this is a game. This is a game that you're supposed to love, and you're late. You owe the people an explanation. You know what had happened was um, my my internet's Wi-Fi's uh, wasn't connecting to my laptop here. It was connected to everywhere else. My phone, my Fire Stick, perfectly fine. My laptop, it wasn't agreeable. So after about five minutes of being late, I was like about to jump on my phone. I freaking put a game a game set a game set on my laptop to pop to prop up my phone on the area that I usually record with my laptop. And when I put the game set on my laptop, it's suddenly connected to the internet. So thank you, Game Board. Thank you, everyone, for getting me here. You should be more worried about that I'm here because of the nonsense that you pulled last week with dragging my Lakers. Like, we're the headline story. We're not the headline story. We're the back line. We should be in the back line with That's our true. performance. I, I See, I'm the one saying it, ladies and gentlemen. So you know it's true because all I say on this show is nothing but the truth. I'm not the one saying elite big Pau Gasol. I'm the <laughs> one here spitting facts. I said Russell Westbrook would be excellent coming off the bench. I was correct. I said if we were on a good team, Anthony Davis would be having an MVP season, 23 points, 10 rebounds. Come on. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. If we were on a championship team, if we are a championship contender, we'd be looking good. But, no, we have to drag my Los Angeles Lakers on a weekly basis. So I'm glad that the headline story this week is your Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. The, the Lakers suck. That's why we dragged them they're terrible but you're right that we shouldn't talk about them that much there's not much to talk about there, there's just really not they're not in the headline this week the thunder are in the headline because so they beat the raptors and the knicks over the weekend raptors very good win raptors are a good team i know siakam's out uh but they're still a good team knicks whatever but it was in it was in the garden and everything though. Uh, but like that that's a good win. But like it's the Knicks, right? Like, it's the, you know it's the Knicks. It's, it's the, the Knicks. exactly. Yeah. I'm from I'm, I'm the I'm from New York, and I've <laughs> never been a Knicks fan in the whole 34 years of my lifetime. I can I can honestly say I've never been a Knicks. Fan. It was a good performance though. Like they they shot the ball well. Like they they it looked like a really good basketball team against the Knicks. Get it's the Knicks. So I text uh, my buddy Samer yesterday morning and i'm like if the thunder win tonight they're gonna make the play-in game and he's like oh i believe you i'm hype he didn't realize who they were playing he just he's like he was just on board with this he's like i'm hype i believe you like let's go 
And then he looked at it. He's like, dude, they're playing in Boston on a back-to-back. Like, they're not going to win this game. Like, you're an idiot. I was like, yeah, probably. But, like, it can't it can't hurt to believe this. Like, if they win this, I truly believe that they, they could make the play-ins. And if they lose, whatever. They lose the Boston in Boston on a back-to-back. Who cares? I watched the game last night. I find myself getting mad at basketball again because I, I, I'm just sorry. So there's going to be a lot going on here. We're going to have to end this show at 10 o'clock because uh, I'm getting, I'm going to try to get Taylor Swift tickets, which I don't think it's going to go well, but we're going to, we're going to attempt to get the Taylor Swift tickets and yeah, well, we'll see how how that goes. Uh, so I'm watching the game last night. I'm, wa- I'm watching the Thunder game last night, and I find myself getting getting mad at basketball again because they're they're winning most of the game and they're playing very well throughout the game. They're up double digits, and then like at the end of the third quarter, they they make some bonehead plays. Uh, Boston hits a couple like bailout threes and stuff, and it's just. It didn't work. It, it it was just upsetting, and then they they end up losing because again Boston hit some bailout threes at the end and clutch. Marcus Smart kind of takes over. I've decided I don't like Marcus Smart at all, uh, and, and they lose. Fine, whatever. They're not expected to win a lot of these games, but I found myself getting mad because they were playing well, and I do think this team is good. They're too good to tank at this point. Shea is an all star. They're they're a good team. They got good players. The problem with the team is they're just young. They're, you know, most of these guys are rookies or in their second season. Shea's about the only person who's been Dort to an extent, but definitely Shea's about the only person who has like any type of playoff experience, any type of like big game pressure moment experience. The rest of these guys, for the most part, these last two years, or it's their rookie year. They've played in meaningless games for 95% of the last two years. So, like, they don't know how to handle these moments. And these are the growing pains that you have to go through as a young team. And I understand that completely. But I found myself getting, like, oh, man. Like, ah, oh, would have been nice if we could have just, like, won that game, figured it out. They didn't. It's fine. It happens. But uh, I apologize to the wife right now because it's going gonna, it's gonna to get – it's going to get bad with basketball. Probably not this season. Probably not fully this season. Until like maybe we're in a play-in spot at the end of the year, if, if we are. And then like I'll want to be in that play-in game. I've decided I'll want to be in it. Because you either get in the play-in game or... You, you get like the 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 you know the Lakers where they're a game out of the play in like your lottery odds odds aren't that good you're probably not winning the lottery at that point so you want the feeling of being in the play in game and like having that moment of like oh pressure basketball fun basketball like high intense basketball like you kind of miss that after years of just be sucking and sucking on purpose mind you but years of sucking so if they're in a play-in spot at the end of the year yeah it's it's not going to be like great for for my basketball my sports my sports health here so i apologize to to the wife in advance for that it's not going to be as bad as uh last season with the abs run and everything 
but it's not going to be great either because me and Sam are going to be talking. He's going to make things worse. It's it's not going to be great. But He's going to be getting your hopes up? No, 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 no. He doesn't get my hopes up. So here's the thing that happens is like, he doesn't get my hopes up or anything. He's he's worse when with like the abs last season where he's like, oh, they're good. They got this. Like everything's fine. It's just that like, I don't have a lot of people to talk to when it comes to like hockey. I don't have anybody to talk to. Like no, no, none of my friends like watch hockey or anything like that. Like it's just the, the camaraderie that we have with the team and, and talking about the team and stuff. And like, we have an understanding of where everything of where everything is at with, with, with uh, just how we're feeling. Like we, we, we feel sports on the same level. So we have that camaraderie and like on one hand, it's good because it's an outlet of someone I can talk to about this stuff. On another hand, it's bad because we kind of just like raise each other blood, blood pressure on it. Cause we're just like talking and ranting. It's like, Oh fuck. I wish this would have happened. And that would have happened. And, and like, we just let it all out there and it makes it a little bit worse at the same like i'm just always messaging him with stuff so it's it's good and bad um because hockey's always been my favorite sport but talking to him about basketball so much over the years like i've become a lot more invested in basketball just because it's someone to talk to about everything going on on a nightly basis even though i've always liked hockey hockey more so that's why it it can be like a little bit worse when it comes to, to basketball he feels the fire, but now nah, yeah. yeah, I, I, I was big on Oklahoma City before the season. Like, if you go True Hill He Sports, we talk about basketball over there, and I predicted OKC in the play in, even without Chet, because I thought these guys you have a bunch of young players that are really good, and I thought this would be a huge year for Shea, which he has shown that, and that's why I drafted him. That's why I drafted Shea. I got Shea on my team. Uh, he's averaging 31 points, uh, I think uh, four rebounds, six assists, two steals, a block and a half. He's second in the second on the team in blocks. Uh, yo, he's he's balling out this year. So I think OKC is really good. They they need probably this season. I don't know who else, who else, who other uh, draft picks do you have in 2023? Uh, we have a swap with the Clippers, I think. I'll I'll look it up. Um, yeah, because I, I think it's gonna. I, I honestly, I think you're gonna be like, if you're not in the play in, I think you're gonna be like an 11, 12 seed, like a game yeah. or a game and a half out of the play in at the at the worst, because y'all are really good and y'all gonna even the games that you're, you're gonna lose, it's gonna be close games. Like your margin of victory and win seems to be pretty close, uh, you know, most games. So that's why I like watching the Thunder as well. They're always a team. If they give you a free week of league pass, that's one of the teams I try to watch. So we we have, yeah, we have a, a pick swap with the Clippers in, in 2023. I don't, some, some of this stuff is very tough to understand because OKC just has so much different, uh they they've made so many so many trades and whatnot and i'm on pro sports transactions and i don't feel like it's the best it, maybe we have the heat first rounder it says potent but it looks like the nuggets we've traded that one it's very strange of it i know we have the the clippers pick uh, that one i'm that one i'm, I'm positive on i'm positive that we have the the clippers pick i just get like a very basic guide 
to this stuff. Why why do we have to complicate? Draft picks are complicated. They are. I, I'd rather look at them on 2K. Yeah. 2K, <laughs> 2K is easier to read than sometimes when you look at it online. I just be like, okay, we got the Phoenix pick this year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But um, yeah, OKC, OKC is going to be fine for the next couple of years. They're kind of like one of those five-year teams. Like I said, with like Cleveland after the Donovan Mitchell trade, like they're going to be a power a powerhouse in, in the league for like the next five years. So I think that's kind of the same thing with OKC. The only reason I about 2023 because if they could get Wim Benyama, oh man, it would be it would be a wrap. It would be a wrap. It's and we're gonna we're gonna have OKC versus Cleveland, like Cleveland versus uh Golden State four years in a row in the finals. So I was I was talking uh Ashok pick swap is if the Clippers have a worse pick, so technically, like the Pelicans have a pick swap with the the lakers, the lakers yeah. this year yeah uh so like the the lakers technically have their first round pick it's just a matter of they're probably going to finish worse than the pelicans so the pelicans would just swap with with the lakers so it so the the thunder had the chance to swap with the clippers of okay if the clippers finish below the thunder in the standings they can just swap that swap out that pick is how it works but the clippers would still get the clippers would then get the thunder pick so like if the thunder pick 16th and the clippers get 13th they would swap okay see picks 13 the clippers pick 16th or they if, if the clippers have the better pick they just don't swap it at all the thunder just keep keep their pick so that's how that's how pick swap uh works on that so I, when i was texting with samer and i i said like next season they've got a challenge for a play-in position and this was this was a week ago i like they got a challenge for a play-in position next season because at some point you've got to make progress right like you can't just be like oh we're gonna tank every season because you just you don't just go from like bottom of the league to top of the league there's True. gotta be like there's gotta be gradual progression there and so i said like next season like they gotta make the play in next season otherwise i don't know if the plan is working now i'm thinking like they have a shot at making the play in this year and i, I don't know if they're gonna do it or not like they gotta stay healthy that's the thing with all the teams like they gotta stay healthy um and, and shay's gotta be there but the thing is, is like they have shay Shea is an all-star this year. He's been one, uh, like, legitimately a top 10 player in the league this year. It's very tough to tank with this guy because he's that good, and the team is progressing and getting better. They got good pieces on the team, and they're just all young players. They're going to make mistakes and stuff. It'd be nice to have Chet there. Uh, he's not going to play this season. That's that's an unfortunate thing. But, like, next, like next year, you've got to at least make the play in to show some type of progression with everything if they make it this year like even better i like the track that that this team is on i think next year they will make the play in and i think that if you know if they make it this year even even better honestly but it's fun it's fun to like care about basketball again because the last like three seasons now i think the last three seasons it, it just haven't haven't cared at all because i knew that what okc was doing injuries haven't helped um I, we've seen the progression of some players like Pokashevsky has turned into like a legit legit player 
uh, which is which yeah. is great to see. Like it's fun to see the progression of a of a lot of these guys. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun to care about basketball, even if it's not great for uh, not great for for my overall uh mental health when it comes to to this stuff and, and caring so much i'm sure shea does seem like a player miami's going to target but like what are they giving up is yeah. they're not trading shea gilgis alexander yeah I, they're, they're not they're, they're like, not they're just like, not that's their that's their like they're one untouchable i would say i said i think they would even think about trading josh giddy they would definitely think about trading yeah. josh josh giddy ahead of shea he he signed a he signed the max contract. He's under contract for like yeah. five more seasons. They're not thinking of, of trading this guy. And even he has said it. Like, I understand what the future is. I understand like what we're building towards. Like they're not trading this guy at all. It, at least not this season. I don't think next season. Now, two seasons from now, if they haven't made progress, do they think of like, okay, maybe we should trade him and figure it out from there? Yes. I think maybe two seasons from now, if the progress hasn't been shown, maybe it's a conversation. Don't talk to me about it until then. Because it's not happening this season. It's not happening next season. Because Chet's back next season. That's going to be another step. You're going to get whatever draft pick you get next season. That's going to be another step like, so I don't think there's going to be any type of tank, tanking talk next season. They're not trading him. They say, I don't think they're trading. I don't think they're trading anybody. Any of these young guys, the guys who I could see be traded are Darius Baisley because they didn't uh, get him a new contract before the extension. Uh, so Baisley is one guy I could see being traded and he has some value and Dort just signed an extension but I could see teams like making a decent enough offer to where like, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll trade him. But I don't even think he's on the, the table. I don't think they're trading any of these guys. Like, I think that they believe in this core and they're going to continue to grow together and see how it goes. Like I, I just don't see them making any type of, of these moves of like, Oh, they're going to trade this guy for more picks. They're good on picks. And at some point you got to make progress with these young players. You can't just keep making these, you can't keep trading these guys and then kicking the can down the road. Like the can is there. You got to pick it up at some point and you got to start walking with it. Yeah. They, they have to figure it out, but I, I like, I like what all the whole West pretty much like the most, for the most part, it seems like all the teams are playing hard. Like a lot of teams that we thought were going to tank, they're in the top half of the West with uh, the, you know, the trailblazers, the jazz is up there. So they're all doing very well. You got three teams that have basically the uh, same record right now in the West. You got, uh, you got multiple teams above 500 or at 500 right now. Uh, the warriors had a better week uh, than their first two weeks uh, this past week. Timberwolves has kind of trailed off. Uh, like you said, OKC has been playing well. My Lakers are the Lakers and the Lakers have no reason to tank uh, because we did, like you said, that, that uh, New Orleans can take their pick. There's no reason for us to tank. You got LeBron James. He's going to be trying to get this scoring record regardless of what we do. If we tank or not, he's going to try to get the scoring record. You got Anthony Davis. You got Russell Westbrook. You have no reason to tank at all, regardless of if you had your pick, but if you don't even have it. So it, regardless, they have no reasons to think. The only teams that I see taking around the league is probably 
Rockets. Rockets at this point should just probably Rockets are tanking. Yeah, they 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 should just wrap it up, uh, call a house. Uh, I can see Pistons tanking at this point, and Magic had a better week, but I can see the Magic tanking. Those are those are basically the tanking teams right now. Um, and you know they they have their plans. I think like Cade's been injured a little bit now. Uh, ben Charles injured for for the Magic, and then Jabari Smith. I I, don't, I haven't kept up too much on his status, but the Rockets just aren't aren't very good. Honestly, uh, so so Money Mark says Carl Carl Towns should be traded. Carl Anthony Towns. I've watched way too much Minnesota Timberwolves basketball this season. I believed in them. Like I had some hopes for them of you know Gobert and Towns. This is gonna like be a nice little duo here. They're gonna use Gobert better. They're gonna get him more involved. He'll fit well next to Towns. So far, it ain't working. It, it's just not working. And I don't put this fully on Towns, but there is a very clear thing where, like, he's just not factored into the game plan as much as he should be. He'll go games where he gets, like, eight shots. Like, why is he only getting eight shots? Yeah, him and Edwards have no chemistry. It doesn't look like it. Like, I'm sure everybody's seen the play where Edwards is just, like, standing around, like, just hands on his knees, like, doing nothing involved into the play. Like, that's not a great look. Uh, there's also the play where like they're running down the court and like Towns has a step and he's calling for the ball and he doesn't get the ball and he runs like out of bounds. And once he's out of bounds, Edwards passes in the ball. Like what, what are we doing here? It doesn't look like they got too much chemistry. I, because it's such a perimeter centric league, I understand why they would probably just stick with Edwards towns. Like, do you trade him? It's tough to trade a guy like that because he is a unique player. He's a very good player. But they did mortgage a lot with uh, trading for Gobert. Like you can recoup a lot of those draft picks if you trade for Towns. I, I, it's not the worst idea in the world if they decided to trade Carl Anthony Towns. Where he goes, I don't know. Everybody's going to say Miami because I just feel like Miami is always one of those splashy spots for a player to go. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors have like young players to kind of offer up if they wanted to do something like that. Cause I feel like they're out on James Wiseman at this point. He's not progressing the way they want him to. They're sending them to the G league now for, I think it's at at least 10 days. Like that's not fully working, but I don't know if anybody like wants to give up too much for Wiseman when it just seems like at the end of this season, they might just be able to sign him for nothing after he gets released. Like, so why are you going to trade like a bunch of assets to to go get him right now Um, but i think with minnesota it's interesting because you can offer a package of maybe like a wiseman uh wiseman maybe kaminga if you if you if you really are that confident in carl anthony towns kind of being the the missing leak you can even throw in one of those legacy players on golden state like they'd have to yeah like a draymond because one year, one year with Draymond and uh, Rudy Gobert, that's good defense though from Minnesota. Yeah. That's a hell no of a offense. Good de- oh, no that's off- spacing. That's oh, spacing man. is awful. Awful. That spacing awful. is awful. Well, they'd have to throw in one of those guys because just for salary purposes. I mean, look, I know they they're willing to go over the 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 hard cap and everything, but 
they ain't gonna they ain't trying to pay that big of a luxury bill it's already at like 300 million or some shit like they, they they're just gonna add more to it if they get towns uh so yeah you'd have to trade like a clay or a draymond or a wiggins just to or jordan pool i don't know if they can't trade jordan pool because they just signed the extension yeah. uh they'd have to trade one of those guys just for like cap purposes of, i think they i think they have long-term plans jordan pool is going to replace clay thompson yeah yeah they're done He's yeah, yeah. Uh, we smoke. Thompson. We smoking on this Clay Thompson pack out here in these FMC streets. <laughs> smoking on that Clay Thompson pack because he's done. He's finito. Uh, I'm sorry. I love you, Clay. I think you. I, I think you one of the best two guards of the last decade. I would I go that far. I'll forever have Clay Thompson game six nightmares because of what he did in 2016. Uh, shout out to his father though. His father is a. Uh, a link between my wife and I because of his terrible take on Thompson, Hart game six. H. No, don't yeah. don't like it. Uh, Phil says uh, players don't feel grow bear on defense anymore. Like that, that's that is the thing is like yeah, they're they're willing to attack Gobert. They also just know how to like play him, just draw him out, like yeah. play five out, and he can't protect the paint as much. They also just don't fear him on offense. Like I had hopes because I thought part of the issue was him and Mitchell just had no chemistry. And Gobert, like, he wouldn't hit Gobert on the roll. He wouldn't get him any lobs. He wouldn't get him, like, anything easy. And now, like, I still think that's that was part of the reason is just go, or Mitchell didn't hit him as much as he should have. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's also kind of clear that Gobert just ain't good around the rim, doesn't finish well, doesn't have the hands, doesn't have the touch, and just doesn't make the plays for himself offensively. So there was a reason that Mitchell probably wasn't getting him the ball as much as maybe maybe he should have. So yeah, that like that's the thing with Gobert is he doesn't offer much offensively. And it defensively, like he he's still a, a deterrent around the rim and stuff, but teams just know how to attack him a little bit better. That's it, just they just know how to attack him a little bit better, and so it doesn't doesn't quite work. Uh, who has the best defense in the NBA? Like statistically, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Let's see this statistically. Yeah, I I thought I thought it was gonna work in Minnesota, and now. It's still early. You still want to like give it a shot. Like I, I think it'd be a mistake to just blow it up right now. But I could see by the trade deadline if they're like, "Ooh, this ain't fully working." I could see them trying to retool it and just get get what they can for Carl Anthony Towns, which would probably be a lot. D'Angelo Russell, by the way, he's been trash, and that's been an issue too. Like D'Angelo yeah, Russell, that's been bad. He's not been good, and. Yeah, he's got to he's got to figure that out because he's not shooting well, and I mean he called it a slump. It's like a season long slump at this point. Um, yeah, he's not shooting well, and like he's got to be just more of a playmaker overall, and that like that might help. But they got to get Towns more involved because like he's he's not their best player. Edwards is probably their best player at this point, but Towns is 
uh, one of their he's their second best player and obviously a unique player with the way he can score and everything. They just got to get him more involved, and they're they're not doing that yeah. enough. So, I think the Suns have the best defense in the league. Suns and Bucks, uh, they give up the least amount of points. Suns, Bucks, and Sixers uh, for point total are, are the top three as far as like defensive rating. For we're looking for for that. Uh, that's a different conversation, but it, as far as like points given up, it's Sun Bucks and, and Sixers as the top three. By the way, Joel Embiid, monster games, yes. monster games. My Sixers, I picked them to go to the finals, which I'm still not like fully confident. I don't, I don't know why. You're, I don't even know why you brought that up. <laughs> because Joel Embiid is a monster right now. That's why. I, brought I mean, up. I mean, I mean, I know. I mean, when you said your Sixers, that's yeah. what I, I mean. I don't even know why you brought that up, sir. I mean, who? But second, second in the league in uh, points per game. I'm like, I, I think, I think all these guys are are playing out of their minds. The top five scorers in the league, all over thirty points per game. You got Luca averaging nearly thirty five points per game. You got Joel Embiid averaging thirty two. Jason Tatum averaging thirty two. Donovan Mitchell's averaging thirty two, and Shea's averaging thirty two. A lot of scoring in the yeah. NBA. Uh, defensive ratings, by the way, Bucks are first, Clippers, and then Suns. Those are the uh, best defensive teams. And that makes sense. When you think of some of the, the, the better defensive players in the league, it's Giannis, Kawhi, Paul George. Kawhi's not playing, though. Kawhi's not playing. That is true. That is true. Give any credit you, I, I, I gave you the alley. <laughs> that was actually an alley. I was... <laughs> Not doing anything. I was no, no, no. But I said when people think of the best defensive players in the league, they say Kawhi. So I just wanted to bring it up to see if you would slam it home, <laughs> and you did. Good job, Jeremy. Set you uh, up there. <laughs> Phil says Toronto is surprisingly really good on defense until they got carved up by my Oklahoma City Thunder. Until yeah. they got carved up by Shea and Giddy. Giddy, 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 Giddy. giddy. That's the Wally Zerbiak right there. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Oh, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> triple double, triple double, triple double. <laughs> uh, Josh Kitty rules. Uh, yeah, they, it's, they're missing Siakam now, so like that that yeah. hurts their defense. Um, was Pat Bev more important? What they played. What's that? I said they're a better team than how they played against OKC. Even the the Pistons game was really close. They only uh, yeah. won by four points. Uh, Pat was Pat Bev more important than they thought for Minnesota? Probably. Like, I'm not the biggest Patrick Beverly guy in the world. He was He's the re- he was the defensive anchor. Oh my god! Why are you disrespecting Pat Bev? Future because... NBA Hall of Famer? No, he's not. No, he's not. Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall Patrick of Famer. Beverly's not going to be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Future Hall of Famer. If not the the NBA Hall of Fame. Our basketball Hall of Fame, then the new media Hall of Fame, which I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start this it. Hall of Fame's awful. This, uh, this Hall of Fame, this Hall of Fame is awful with such distinguished names as SP3 and Draymond Green and Patrick Beverly. Oh my god, that's three of the best when it comes to the new media. Patrick Beverly's not in the Hall of Fame. Hall of this fame. is worse than Elite Big. New Hall. media, new media Hall of Fame. Uh, you didn't say that at first. You said okay. like legitimate Hall of Fame. He should be future Hall no, of Famer. Shouldn't. Come on. What has Patrick Beverly done that warrants being in the Hall of Fame? 
he gave us one of the greatest memes of all time, him celebrating that that play-in win against Minnesota. Okay, so he's in the meme hall of fame. Yeah. Patrick Beverly's not in, even in like the hall of good. <laughs> I didn't know there was a hall of good. Are you in the hall of good? I mean, I got more of a case than Patrick Beverly. He's in he's in the hall of existed. That's that's what Patrick Beverly is in. No one's gonna remember Patrick Beverly in in five years for what he did on the court for his actual oh. like on the court. They'll remember him because he'll probably be on ESPN every week, like talking and shit. And they'll remember him for the, the Russell Westbrook incidents and all that stuff. But like, okay, on the okay. court, okay, no I like one's to, gonna remember Patrick Beverly. I like to retract my comment. He's not in the NBA Hall of Fame. He is in the Player Haters Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. That's a that's a distinguished class of individuals in that player haters Hall of Fame. Good on him. He's a hater. I don't like Patrick Beverly. He was taking credit for locking up Kevin Durant, and that's why they beat the net the Nets. It was a good win. Good win to to beat the Nets. SP three. You feeling good? They're on a winning streak of one game. Feeling good. We're back. We're back on our second uh, biggest winning streak of the year. Um. You know, one game. I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy right now. I mean, we're we're doing better than we were doing at that point. We needed that one desperately. We were on like a four game losing streak, but here we are. They're gonna be, they're gonna be at 500 by the end of November. That was your claim. Uh, no, no, I that was your out. claim. I went, okay, I am now retracting my statement. On Why, that coward? Well. I'm retracting my statement on that as well. What I will guarantee. Is by Christmas Day, we will be 13 and 19. That's not a good record. I looked at I looked at the games and I had to be realistic. And I was like, okay, that's a win. That's a loss. That's a loss. That's a loss. Win. Loss. 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 Win. 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 Okay. 13, 13 and 19 is not 13, a good record. 13 and 19 when we verse the Dallas Mavericks on Christmas on Christmas Day. Why yeah, those, those three good. Spurs games are going to help us, but I had to give them at least one win. They're not going to win all those Spurs games. Why don't no, we're going to win two out of three. We'll win two. Oh, out, we'll yeah. win the. We'll win the the series. Why don't the Lakers play basketball anytime soon? It feels like they're off for like a week. I want to make fun of them. What are you talking about? We just played. Yeah, but they don't play again until the 18th. What do you mean? You just played on the 13th. That was two days ago. They don't play again until the 18th. It's legitimately like a week off. We we finally have five days off. We've had the toughest. We had the toughest stretch to open the open the league open the league this year. What are you talking about, Jeremy? We already established. We already established that we had the toughest stretch. Person, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Los Angeles Clippers, Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets. They're playing. Phoenix the- Suns aren't good. Now we're now this. Now this. You just said they. Were I said the, the Clippers. Best. I said the Clippers aren't good. Oh, the Clippers. They're one of the best defensive teams. And they're one of the worst offensive teams. Hey, we talk about defense here. Defense wins basketball games. Why don't you? Why don't you? You know, score some points. We will. Don't worry. Should they should they cut LeBron? 
Huh? Should they Should cut they what? LeBron? Should yeah. they what? Surely Why? Some... Why? He's not that good. He's not good. They're three and zero without him. What? Are, what are we talking? Why are we talking about the Lakers again? I thought we weren't going to talk you about the Lakers up. this week. No, I didn't. Hey, no, I didn't. I was going through all the teams. I was just talking about all the teams. They're three and zero without him. Like they don't really need him. They're not three and zero without him. <laughs> we only won one of those games. <laughs> it's been even worse. It's been even worse. I had to watch one of those games, and I was just like, "Man, this is really bad." Even without LeBron, I thought LeBron was the problem. But no. Should the Nets cut Kyrie? They're better without him. <sighs> defend, I mean, defend. I- Defend if we, the Nets if we could, if we could get him on a minimum exception, oh, you don't man. want to do that. You yes. don't want to do that. There's no way you'd actually like Kyrie on the Lakers, even like under any circumstances. That's a terrible fit. No, it's not terrible. We need, we need a shooter. He's a shooter. He can shoot the basketball. I'm glad you live in a 2K world where it's like, yeah, great. Just give me these guys who are numbers and stats. It doesn't work like that, SB3. It doesn't. These these guys have feelings. They make comments. Oh, God. They're not emotionless robots, as Draymond Green once famously said. You don't want Kyrie on that team. That's a disaster. This man, this man made an honest mistake, and he just uh, handled the whole situation very poorly, uh, I might add. But it, it was an honest mistake at the end of the day. I wouldn't put him in the same category as Kanye West. I wouldn't put him in the same category of other people that have, uh, you know, been in this type of situation. Kyrie deserves a second chance. He is my family. I stand by my family through thick and thin. Okay, sure. Here's the thing. This is the third team he's done this with. All right, this is this goes beyond these comments. This is just that this guy is not going to be good for your locker room and your culture because this is just what he does. He literally just disappeared in the middle of a playoff run. Like, did we just forget about this? I feel like we forget about it because it was a decade ago All at this point. At least it feels like, yeah, I know it wasn't. Wait, you talking like, about Boston? No, in Cleveland. Uh, Remember he just, like, disappeared in Cleveland in the middle of the playoff run? Like, the, the team didn't have communication with him for, like, two days. It was in the finals, too, I think. He's just like, oh, yeah, just didn't show up and everything. Like people just like forget about this. He did that, and then Boston was a whole ordeal, yeah. and now we have it with the the Nets. This this is just what he does. This is not the type of guy you want coming into a locker room and a team that already can't figure things out and has chemistry issues. Okay, but sure, take him because he can shoot a basketball well, and maybe he'll win you an extra game. Maybe, maybe. He also he hasn't will. won very much. He will. He has he has won when he's next to LeBron James. Yeah, when he was next to LeBron James in his prime, not washed LeBron. 
LeBron's washed now? Yeah, LeBron's washed. Come on. He's washed, dude. Well, you, well, you guys are being ridiculous now. This is I mean, ridiculous. he's kind of he's kind of been washed. What? Why? Why are we? Why are we still talking about the Lakers? I thought we were talking about Kyrie at this point. We are, but you're the one who said you wanted him in Los Angeles. You, so. I, I'm just saying. You said Kyrie being, uh, you know, released by the Nets. I was like, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind it. LeBron's averaging 25 points, so? ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, nine rebounds. What's he shooting? Seven assists. What's he shooting? One steal. Come on. What's How was that washed? How was that? Because washed? somebody has to get numbers on a bad team. Anthony Davis is make is putting up numbers. He's averaging 24 points yeah, and 11 rebounds. Because somebody has to get numbers on a bad team. He's shooting 23% from three, 45% from the field. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. 45% from the field. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 23% from good. three. That's awful. On seven attempts. Yes, it is. Seven good. attempts. That's a lot of attempts. Oh wow! I, I gotta get I gotta give it to Anthony Davis though. Can I just can I I'm looking at these stats? Can I give it to Anthony Davis? This man's averaging one three pointer a game. That's exactly the amount I want to see. Uh, Anthony, you're getting better. Thank you, thank you. One one three seven pointer attempts. Game. Yeah, LeBron twenty four points on twenty one field goal attempts per game. He's not shooting the ball well. Like he. Yeah. I, it, it's it's a little disingenuous to say LeBron is like fully washed, but he doesn't get to the line as much. He doesn't attack as much. Shooting sixty six percent from the line too. That's awful. Yeah, he's, he's never he, been a good free throw shooter. He is, is averaging more free throw attempts than him per game. He's look. He's he's old man. He's old. Yeah. He's hurt. He's tired. He works with fucking Anthony Davis. Like it's not. It's not great. He's old. This that's, is that's, this is, this is his old Kobe years. You, you t- I've I've lived through the old Kobe years. I'm okay with this. I understood. You're okay this. with this. I'm okay with this only when it doesn't cost us games. He's only cost us about four of our ten losses. So that's not even fifty percent quite yet. You're okay with this. There is a team that's supposed to compete for a title. They mortgage their future to get should, guys like Anthony tra- Davis and just, Russell okay. Westbrook. We're going to be honest here. He's just trying to get the scoring championship. That's all he wants. He wants the scoring record. That's what it's all about this season. It's not about the wins. He knew He knew they packed it up. We we came up with the conspiracy theory that I actually believe that Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka do not want LeBron James to tie Kobe Bryant in championships. So I think LeBron has succumbed to that, and he understands that the only thing he can do is get the scoring record, and that's what he's about to do. Yeah, I told you that theory, and now I I've I'm fully bought into it. Why are we talking about the Lakers? They suck. I I I, I asked this from the beginning. What are we talking about here? Oh, you brought him up. You brought him oh, up. Now, now it's always me. It's always oh, you 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 brought him up. You did bring them up. You 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 brought him up. You did. Okay. Am I wrong. You are wrong. You're always no. wrong. You're another you're another one that deserves to be in the player haters hall of fame. I'm not I'm not sharing anything with Patrick Beverly. You should. You should. No. You and Pat Bev. Yeah, I would have a great conversation off hate. No, we wouldn't. But uh 
uh, the Sixers is very inconsistent as we uh we we established, but Wizards has been playing playing well this season. I, I've been I've been liking. I think I saw one of their. I think they I saw their uh, last game that they played and looking good, looking good. They uh beat the, they beat the Jazz and the Kyle Grizzlies. Kuzma. Yes, Kyle Kuzma, former Laker great. I know, I know. Every everyone that we traded from these Lakers in the last couple of years are flourishing around the league. We give. We are givers. We're <laughs> givers, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do out here. I'm glad the Lakers are giving back to the league. Bless the Lakers, everybody. Thank you. Even if they're not winning, they find a way to win. We always win. All we do is win. I mean, win, 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 no matter what. They're not winning much this year. I ain't never given up. All right. Well, you probably should. And I stand up. My hands is up, and they stay there. Um, but KP is playing well for the Wizards. He's averaging uh twenty-one points, eight rebounds, forty uh forty-nine percent from the field. He's been good. The yeah. Mavericks have been. Luca's been good. That team's not good. That's no. a bad team. That's, That's not a good team. It's not a good team. Too I much. I, they did too much of getting rid of everybody, so it's all Luca. It's not. I mean, it's that, but like too much just Harden ball on yeah. that team. They, they watch how James Harden played, and they're like, "Hey, let's just replicate that," and it doesn't. It doesn't quite work. It's not. It's not great, and it's disappointing because I like Luca, but I don't know if they're going to make a move or what it's going to be. But it's it's not great. And I, and I just want to know why does Rick Carlisle not like Christian Wood? Because Christian Wood is probably the second best player on this team. Well, Rick Carlisle, I believe, is coaching in Indiana, so I don't know why he oh. likes. Oh, uh, I, I mean, whoever, whoever, whoever the coach of the Mavericks. Oh, Do you yeah, not know yeah, who Jason the Mavericks Kidd. coach is? Jason Kidd. My fault. My fault. I'm a, my head was in like 2000. Uh, <laughs> some some year like your head was ago. back when the Lakers were good. Yeah, back in was. the bubble. It was with the Mickey Mouse those, ring back in the he disrespecting Kobe again. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Mavericks, I don't know why they don't like Christian Wood. Christian, Christian Wood's coming off the bench and he's playing well, but it's just like, I think he should be starting on the scene. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. That he's coming off the bench. It's just their offense isn't very, isn't very good. It's just, Hey, let's, let's just play hard and ball. It's not great. They should probably be winning more games because at least Harden Ball would win. Oh, I mean, when they had Chris Paul, it got better. But Harden Ball was good in the regular season, just flamed out in the playoffs. There's a reason that Luka is not that good in the fourth quarter because he, he has to carry so much of the first three quarters. He's burnt by the fourth. They got to they gotta figure something out because I mean, you want to talk about wasting prime years. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to waste the prime years of Shea Gilders Alexander. You're wasting the prime years of Luka Doncic. That's who's being wasted right now, everybody. I mean, he's he's balling out of his mind this year. Like he's leading this team in, I think every yeah every statistical category or at least the the major ones: points, rebounds, assists, steals. He's averaging thirty four points per game on uh, nine rebounds, eight assists, two steals on forty nine percent from the field. He's he's not shooting very well from threes. He's, he's shooting like th- eight three-pointers per game on like 28% from from three-point line so that's not good and uh he could improve his free throws so if he if he gets better at those then 
he's going to be the MVP for sure. Even I with them, might win even, even with them playing this Harden ball, which is probably going to keep them at like the four or five seed. I think he might win MVP regardless. Um, yeah, because they love giving it to a six seed. <laughs> and they have. What if he's the seventh seed? Man, I mean, Russell Westbrook was barely the sixth seed when he won MVP, so. I think didn't you have to win, like, the last game or two, the last couple of games to get the sixth seed that season? I don't remember. That was a fun season, though. We won the last game when he set the triple-double record and he hit that, like, uh, nearly half-court yeah, game. And I thought, I thought the whole thing that everybody was saying that, oh, it's not just him trying to get the record, is that they need the win to get the sixth seed. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I mean, you could be right. I just I don't have much memory of that. Uh but that could have been possible. I feel like they were sort of locked in to the six seed at that point. Oh, because I'm not interested. <laughs> now he's like, I'm I'm looking this up now. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. But, uh, but Jaw Jaw's another one who's uh, playing very well with the uh, Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies people hate on that team because they're having fun. They it's very weird. They, it's very weird how people hate on the Grizzlies because they're young and they're good and they're having fun. They feel like they're cocky and stuff, which I don't, it doesn't come across like that to me. But uh, Jaws averaging 29 points per game, six rebounds, seven assists on uh, 48% from the field, 41% from three. That's been like the major improvement for him. He's consistently knocking down that three point shot. So, He's another one that could come in and kind of steal, which seems like a year that, you know, Joel Embiid could finally win one or Luca win his first one. Ja could come in and probably uh, steal an MVP himself. And then there's also Giannis, who's Giannis. But he's been hurt this week, which hurt me in our fantasy freaking basketball league. God damn, Giannis. He was out for, what, two, three games? And I, I lost this week because I missed out on Giannis. My my leader. My leader was out. Should have taken Anthony Davis. He played in every game this week. Is this true? Is I think he did true? miss one game, actually. Uh, by the way, the Thunder were fully locked into the sixth seed. They had 47 wins. The Grizzlies, who were in the seventh seed, had 43 wins. So oh, okay. they were okay. they were one hundred percent just like locked into the six seed. By that so point. he just played to get the triple double record. What a greedy son of a bitch! And what a greedy team! What a greedy team! How vile and disgusting! You didn't have How? to do that. You didn't have. You could have sat him and rested him. Maybe I would have done well in the playoffs. They did game. rest him a couple of games. They should have rested him that final game. Why? Because maybe I would have done better in the playoffs. Maybe who would have done the the Thunder? Yeah, um, we're talking about no the because they, when they sat him in any game in the playoffs, that's why they lost to the Rockets. I, I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't say the, to sit him. I said you should have played him all forty eight minutes for every single game of the playoffs. Well, and how you do that is by sitting sitting Russ down on the no, final game of the season. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it does. They should. The Lakers should do that with LeBron. Just rest them all season, and then make the playoffs, and then he'll be healthy enough for to make the the for a run in the playoffs. Disgusting. 
I'm just using your logic with you here. You should you should sit you should have sat Russ down that final game of the season, but that's the past. We can't reflect on the past and the bad decisions of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're making better decisions, like we recapped at the start of the show. Why are you being so mean today? I'm not being mean. I'm I am just taking. Why are you energy. taking? Why I'm are taking, you taking the energy that the you are giving moment. towards the uh, L.A. Lakers, why are and you I am taking, reflecting it back. Why are you taking the best moment in Thunder history over the last few seasons, the Russell Westbrook MVP season, where he lit the NBA world on fire in a variety of ways? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, they should have rested him. That him getting the triple double record, leading that comeback against the Nuggets, that was legitimately, legitimately one of the best games I've ever watched. Mm. Getting that triple double record, hitting that game winner against the Nuggets. Like, by the way, by the way, SP3, since you want to be a dick about things, that was the third to last game. They rested him the following game against Minnesota, and then they played him less than 20 minutes in the final game against the Nuggets. So it wasn't even the last game of the season. So they did try to use your logic. Mm. And then they lost because they weren't a good team that year. Why didn't they rest them? Apologize. Why didn't they rest them? Apologize. Once they got the six Apologize. Once they got the six And the Oklahoma City Thunder. Once he, got, once he got the six seed, he should have sat out the whole rest of the season. Apologize. I said, Apologize. no, that was my logic. My logic was once you got the six seed, you should have sat out the rest of the season. Maybe would have been I'm not sure well they worked. were fully in the six seed by that point. They, they ended up four games, but there were still three games remaining. So had they lost out and the other team won them, it's possible. I don't know how the math, maybe the other team had four games remaining. I don't know how the math works. I'm not going back to do all that schedule stuff. They could have. They could have potentially not been the sixth seed, is what I'm saying. So they needed to still play him. You're not going to rest him for two weeks and then have him come into the playoffs. That's stupid. That's dumb. Apologize. No, that was my logic. They didn't do my logic. That's why y'all lost in the playoffs. This was not your logic. Your logic was to be a hater. I am giving you the same energy. You try to ruin one of the greatest moments in recent Laker history by calling our championship win in 2020 under the worst circumstances of any champion winning a championship, a Mickey Mouse ring. We went through the toughest. Did they not win the ring at Disney? What? Why do you take it? Why do you take Mickey Mouse ring as a, a hate? It's or a it is hate. It's Mickey Mouse is one of the most iconic figures of all time. Why don't you turn it into a positive SP3? Why can't you? Why choose, do you think I'm hating when I say Mickey Mouse? Why can't you? You choose the Disney character that is black and goofy. Why can't you say it's a goofy ring? If you called it a goofy ring, I'd be perfectly fine with it. We represent the goofy. Black why would you want to say goofy? Then it does sound like it's disrespectful. Because. People call things goofy when they're trying to be disrespectful. I'd rather that because he's a black man. I don't okay, want no white boy. Fine. I don't want, a, want, I don't a, want a ring being represented by that white boy that Walt Disney made. Mickey's like part black. Nah. What do you mean no? Nah. I'm going to put a picture of he's Mickey Mouse on the screen, and you're not going to tell me that this man is not part black. 
And what are we talking about in the in the chat? What are we talking about in the chat? Ace says you're gonna be be on the the Giants bandwagon. I don't jump on any bandwagons. I've explained my Laker blood runs deep. It runs from the fact that I saw Kobe Bryant on on the McDonald's All American game when he was a senior at Lower Lower Marion High School, and he got drafted and got traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. That man, that's a white boy. Look at him. Look at him. He Look at how he literally part black. No, he's literally. Not. No, he's not. He's tan. There is. That's a hell of a tan. He's a mouse. He's he's a mouse. <laughs> he's literally part black. <laughs> he's a mouse. That's a mouse. Fine, you want a goofy ring. I'll gladly call it the goofy ring. I'm fine. I'm fine with it that. It sounds far worse if I call I'm it. I'm fine with ring. that. I'm fine with that. You totally were trying fine. to I the Mickey Mouse ring, as it was once called, you took that as a negative. Yep. Mickey Mouse is an iconic figure in pop culture history. Not to me. It's a goofy ring. You won the goofy That's fine. Ring. That's fine with me. This is a black guy, a goofy movie, one of the greatest Disney movies of all time. Iconic, iconic. It's about it's about black parenthood. That is an iconic movie. I do it's an iconic it. movie. We should watch it. We should. We should review, we should review it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> next week, that's what we got. We got two big Sorry things now. for next week. We got two big things for next week. We got us ranking fast and furious movies and our review of a goofy movie yeah sp3 messages me this morning and is like i don't have a lot of basketball to talk about and here we are 56 minutes later <laughs> talking about basketball because you bring up the lakers and this is what happens you brought it up at the beginning you brought it up here they bring Boy. themselves up they Tiger. bring themselves up they always make themselves as part of the conversation they do so he messages me. He's like, we should rank the Fast and Furious movies. And I'm like, you got to give me, like, we got to promote this. This is a big deal. Like, ranking of the Fast and Furious movies? This is a huge, huge deal. So next week, we will rank the Fast and Furious movies. I'm going to watch them all this weekend. I'm not going to have time to do any of that. But I'm going to try to watch them all this weekend. Fast and Furious Fridays, baby! gonna come in here where, where do they where do they have uh all the fast and furious i think movies? they're on peacock they're on peacock oh yeah, they're on the cock sure on the, all right. yeah i think they're on the cock uh so we're gonna do that and we'll we'll review a goofy movie i, gotta, I do need to rewatch a goofy movie you do and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do you have what do you do you have hulu yeah we got the hulu i'm i'm gonna tell you you don't have to watch any other episode of the series but just please watch before you watch it Watch Atlanta season four, episode eight. Just watch that before you watch a goofy movie, please. See, uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll try. Uh, the thing is, is like, I, I've watched the first, I think I'm at two seasons on Atlanta. I know, but, I, but it's perfect because it's, it's not involving any of the other characters. It's yeah. literally a, 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 an episode about a goofy movie. All right. See, I don't like doing that. I don't, if I haven't seen it before. Like I, I like watching, especially if it's a show that like I've actually watched. Clearly, I haven't kept up with it because it's been a while. But like, I have a, I have a tough time like just watching stuff out of order. 
like that. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Please do. Well, yeah. Let's hold off. Let's hold off on the Goofy movie review. Fast and Furious is going to be a long debate. Next that week. is true. That is true. That's going to be. A I long know your your ridiculous love for for the uh, the greatest film franchise the, of all time. Yes, the wackest and the corniest and the lamest uh, film. You're the franchise. one who suggested we rank this. Yeah, film. because I do like some of the movies, but I don't. I'm not as high on the entire cinematic universe as you are. But going back to that that line about bandwagon, I don't I don't jump on any bandwagon. And if I was going to jump on the Giants bandwagons, don't you think I would have jumped on the two championships they've had this freaking decade? What the hell are we talking about here? Bandwagons. Don't even put my name and bandwagon in the same sentence. We're going. That's a new T-shirt. SP three equal sign with a slash over it. Bandwagon. Bingo then it's kind of like technically then it's on the same t-shirt not the same sentence but like that's that's fine with same same t-shirt marketing branding but no Mm, i don't like that idea (laughs) what else you got i'm not pitching t-shirt ideas to you like you're you're mark cuban you're mark cuban (laughs) get the hell out of here let's talk about the challenge it's the shark tank episode of uh of uh fuck what's the name of the 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 show oh the teacher show sp3 abbott abbott elementary oh oh, oh. abbott ah, i couldn't think of it like it just escaped my mind the shark tank episode where they're pitching of what yes, to do yes, 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 yes. yeah <laughs> it's like what was the name of the show i just completely it's blanked great. on it great stuff i was bad they didn't have a new episode this week I, we're, we're still a couple episodes behind. Uh, I've invited Cher Delaware here. She's not responded. She's probably waiting to get the Taylor Swift. I think she got put on the wait list. So technically, I got put on the wait list as well. But I, somebody else uh, got to uh, got not on the wait list. Problem is, it's the Chicago one, and it's on a Sunday. Uh, very difficult for me. To, to make this happen and i gotta have a conversation oh, i thought you were going for one that was like near you uh well i was but i got put on the wait list for those and so the code that i do have is for chicago on a sunday and yeah that's gonna be difficult so <laughs> i gotta figure it out and i'm not sure it's gonna i've i've honestly I, i'm gonna be honest with everybody right now I've resigned to the fact that I'm probably not going to this concert. I've resigned myself to that. And it's very sad. And it's not because obviously I don't want to go because I do, but like I've resigned to the fact that I'm probably just not going to end up going to this concert. And I'm a little disappointed, but I, I came to grips with that last week. And so I'm less disappointed about it. Don't make fun of me. I'm actually like upset about this. Oh, okay. no, sorry. I'm actually upset about this. Like, okay. So don't make fun of me. I'm sorry. I've ha- I've had a rough week. I'm sorry. I'm sick. Kids are sick. I'm just. It's been tough. It's all right. It's sure. gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fine. I'm sure you'll 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 have a chance to see her one day. Hey, Cher. Hello, Cher. Lighten the mood. Jeremy made made me all depressed. He was he's sad. I'm sorry. How are you doing? I'm currently hemorrhaging, so that's a good time. Well, that's not good. Mm -hmm. 
I'm on bed rest. I like your shirt. Thanks. I mean, there's not much I can add to it right now. I'm I'm reading about. Sherry, you got waitlisted for the Taylor Swift thing, right? I, I saw did. your tweet. Yeah, so did I. But I, I had so the 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 niece, the wife's niece, boyfriend, uh, got got a coat. Boyfriend's mother, actually, mm. many degrees of separation here, got a code, but it's for Chicago on a Sunday, and that's very tough for for us to do. Um, yeah, I'm a little. I just before you came on, I, I spilled that I, I've kind of resigned that I'm probably not going to this concert, at least not at this moment. Like, yeah. is there a possibility that, like, you know, two weeks before the show, I just find tickets and they're a halfway decent deal, and I'm like, all right, let's go, let's get these tickets? Yes, that's legitimately what happened for Reputation. Is like two weeks before the show, it was in Nashville. And I'm like, I'm just gonna buy these tickets. Like it was, it was a good deal. Sat way at the top of the arena, stadium, whatever. Don't care, but it was a good deal. I've I've never been a person who's like bought tickets immediately when they go on sale. I've always been buy tickets like a month out because that's when people are like selling and like desperate to get yeah. rid of them. Yeah. I put down for Nashville and Cincy. So. See, I had Pittsburgh and Cincy, but the wife's niece, boyfriend's mother put down Chicago, Cincy, and Nashville. And it was selected for the Chicago one, which again, I don't feel great about, especially because it was the Sunday one and not even like a Saturday Right. It is during the summer, which might be helpful. I don't know, but yeah. I want in Nashville Nash because it's like a couple days after my thirtieth birthday. There you go. Nashville is always like that's where that's where I went uh, for Reputation and like because it's like home hometown. Like it all it feels like a bigger deal. Like, she brought out like Tim McGraw for the Reputation tour. I think uh, there's three Nashville shows now. I think yeah. they have another one. Yeah, there's three Chicago shows as well. It's like, couldn't we do the Friday or Saturday? No, it's the it's the Sunday one. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Uh, we will see. I gotta have a conversation with the wife uh, after I after I get off air here about what we're gonna do. But I'm letting her know, as I'm sure she is listening. It's okay. It's okay <laughs> if we don't get tickets today. Maybe in what sometime next year as the event gets closer oh yeah because it's I will still buy months tickets. away it is and again people sell these things they how much changes in six months you know people are going to sell these things they're going to have other stuff come up and they're going to attempt to sell them like it'll be okay all right let's talk about the challenge before i cry on air uh what happened on the last episode, SP3? Recap everything. Why do I have to recap everything? I, you're All the right. recap person. All right. I, so, the damn episode. I know. I know that much. I knew that. 
I, I, all I remember is, because uh, I watched this like the day after. So this is very hazy in my mind because I have baby brain with two, two terrible two-year-olds going around. But I remember Jay and Michelle making some of the worst moves yeah. ever. Oh, they buried their game. They were they were kind of one of the underdog favorites, but winning here, they had a simple choice to make. They had been put in, their name had been said by Bananas and Nani. Bananas and Nani, probably the odds-on favorites to win this season, due based on Bananas being a seven-time winner and Nani having a good social game, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, they were the favorites to win. They said your name. Easy pick because they were starting to get numbers. They had all the rookies on their side. And they decide not to say Bananas and Nani's name. Jay was, like, so nervous off of who they should pick between Bananas and Nani or Darrell and Victoria, and Victoria uh, and Veronica, excuse me, and Veronica. And he he let it, he, leave, he left it up to um, Michelle, and Michelle chose uh, Darrell and Veronica for some reason, which was just baffling. It's like you keep making them the scapegoats. It's like, yeah, it was just so frustrating to watch because I was like, Jay and Michelle, your game, you kind of just ruined it. And Jay, they set it up very good with, uh, you know, Jay and Jack. They had formed some type of like friendship and they were friends and they were cool, but they decided to throw their name in because Michelle has an issue with Laurel. She, she basically feels that Laurel is a threat and Laurel would target her, but Laurel had no, you know, inclination doesn't view her as a threat like at all it was very much the josh and west situation from total madness and it gave us one of the best interrogation segments in a while on the challenge with laurel just completely no selling him and just just standing there silent as michelle just goes on and on like like yeah i just thought like you were like not like really talking game with me so i was gonna be a threat to your game like your threat to my game and Laura was like, and Michelle just keeps going and going. And then she's like, so yeah, what do you think? She was like, Laura was like, do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, you just went on and on. You didn't really ask me a question. Like she was like, am I talking? Laura was terrifying. Yeah. Like oh, I'm scared of her. Oh my God. If I was in a room and it was just me and her, I would like stand in a corner and cry. Like she is so scary. Oh man. And they, and they called their name. Not only did they, they, they say their name for the four teams, but then they chose them as the team to throw down there, which was even worse. So it was just like such a bad move on Jay and Michelle, because now you have Laurel and Jack as an enemy. You have a couple of people that you did have an alliance with looking at you funny because you didn't say bananas and Nani's name. They so they quote unquote seem to have a cool, IOU from Bananas and Nani, but Bananas yeah, established. Yeah, Bananas established yeah. in the in interrogation. He was like, I'm going to say whatever it takes right now to get away from this. But, you know, yeah. I do. He was like, I owe you one, but just one. Uh, like, it's like, oh, you didn't even help yourself at all. There's no way Bananas and Nani are like following through on this. Give me with Jay because. Yeah, they didn't say their name. Like, okay, cool. But the, 
I don't think Bananas and Nani actually view that as like, well, you saved us. I think they view it as, you guys are just fucking idiots. And so that's your own fault that you're stupid and didn't do this. Yeah, Jay talked about like making big moves and everything, and then he made a weak move. He upset his Jack and and Laurel because he was in the band with Jack and everything. They were having fun and, and, you know, doing rhymes. Or They did the emo band. They did the emo band thing, like, he upset his one friendship and now he doesn't have anybody doesn't have anybody. So yeah, it's a, not a great look for Jay and, and Michelle Anissa nearly screwed it up when they pulled the, they pulled the dagger Anissa and Jordan, they did get a little unfortunate with the dagger because had like Colleen and Kim pulled that maybe Anissa and Jordan could have gone down there and yeah. that would have been a big showdown jack and laurel against anisa and jordan but anisa and jordan pulled the dagger and then they saved um uh Darrell and, and veronica even though no 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 oh, veronica like, yeah sorry I, I got veronica that because yeah. veronica was like i'm not gonna yeah. get too much camera time this season so let me drag this out she yeah was like, you know yeah. i thought when we came down here that anisa would give me some type of assurance so i don't know maybe we should you know that was associate. i know i was like i was like veronica i was like when she started like that i was like veronica we know you're picking anisa like, why are you doing yeah. all of this? Like, you, we know you're picking Anissa. You're just trying to drag out your few camera time because everybody knows you and Darrell are not winning a challenge. You're not winning a daily. Y'all have, maybe can win an elimination, but you're not winning a daily because it's you. Unless it's unless it's trivia. Unless it's trivia. <laughs> she she could do trivia very well. So, and then, but they, they yeah, so Anissa and, or Veronica and... Jordan saved Anissa and uh, Jordan. My God, I'm all over the place. All right, Darrell and Veronica saved Anissa and Jordan. There you go. There you go. Uh, So, yeah, Colleen and Kim went down. They lost to to Jack and Laurel in this game where you had to, I don't know, uh, you had to, like, match up the puzzle and everything. And it seemed like they were acting like Jack and Laura were losing the entire time, and then they ended up winning. So they, they like to do that. Yeah, they do. I, I liked I liked the daily more than the elimination. The daily yeah. was kind of very intricate and it broke down where like who was the strong, you know, females at swimming, who was the strong males at swimming. I thought it did that very well. And then who was strong with working together as far as like, you know, paddling the boat and getting the boat over to the, the final destination. I thought that was a good challenge in the way they broke that down and it made Jay and Michelle look like a strong contender to possibly you know go long in this game and then they completely ruined it with their decision it was like the exact opposite of nelson and norice from last week where they helped their game tremendously with the moves they made jay and michelle ruined their game yeah uh sv3 you had colleen and kim they are gone that was your last pick so both of you are missing two teams i'm missing one the chat still alive with two teams chat Chat's whooping our ass. Chat's gonna win this hole. With Fassel. They will not be they will not be winning with Fassel. If Fessy wins, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine if Fessy wins? If Fessy wins, we um, are not doing any more challenge drafts. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Cher, have you watched Love is Blind? Have you finished it? I have. Okay, let's talk about this. So you, I, think, I think last week I was talking about how much I like um, Zeneb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she needs some therapy. Yeah. Like intensive therapy. Um, I get it. Like I am a petty bitch. So <laughs> I understand like wanting to make him feel bad because he made her feel bad. But a lot of the times when he made her feel bad, it was her putting him in a situation where she knew he was going to make her feel bad. She was, like, cornering him into these, like, asking him on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you think some other girl is? And what do you think I am? Like, why would you ask that? I'm just going to pretend in my mind that you don't know that any other woman exists you know like just use your brain a little bit and then I like I think that she's so scared to get close to people because everybody close to her has died so she like does it herself with her passive aggressiveness and everything but to do that to him at their wedding in front of everyone and make this man cry like, and on the little clip thing after, he was not food shaming her. See, I didn't think so either. Like. I didn't think so either. Okay, so I didn't like Cole for the majority of the season, but I, there were there were moments, specifically the cooking thing, where it seemed like he was trying to do a sweet gesture, and yeah. she is just, like, criticizing all of it. And I'm like, oh, been there of like every little thing that you try to do just gets nicked, nicked at. And it's just, it's the worst feeling in the world. And when he was like, you know, uh, you know, like you don't build me up or anything. Like I was like, oh yeah. Like I, I completely get that. I didn't think they, they should get married. Just seeing they, they're just two different people, right? I didn't think she was the worst person ever. I think he was that bad. He likes to joke around and very uh very centric and just very goofy and everything there's two different people wasn't gonna mesh get it they get to the wedding when she is like she starts and is like i love like i my like the journey for us it seemed like she just wanted to say like nice things of like this has been a good journey like you're a good person we'll go on and it's fine and then she just eviscerates him of like you've ruined my confidence. I hope no one, like you don't do this to the woman after you. Like you have tore me down. Like I just so murders this watching man. It. Me too. Yeah. It was not good. And, and, and the wife was telling me, of like, it seemed like she like tried. And then like, once she got started, she just kept going. And then I, like, she just walked away. Her friends were applauding and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening here? What is happening? I think that she fully planned that that's what she was going to do. I like, I buy that. I buy it. Like she said in the reunion that it wasn't. And clearly she told her friends what happened and stuff. And then they applauded her for standing up for herself and everything. I said at the reunion when we were watching it of when like Alexa, like went at him at one point, I was like, Oh, there's more to this than just like Cole, 
did so, what we saw on screen. Like there's way more to this. They they either saw something else or they talked, whatever it might be. There's just more to this. And then we found out there was a lot more to it. Um, I didn't feel Cole. Cole doesn't seem like the best person in the world. I feel I like he got. I think Cole's just immature, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think he got attacked a little too much yeah. during the reunion. I don't know what to believe on the. He's not like I, Shake. Like no, Shake was far worse. I thought Bart Bartista. I fuck this guy's name. I thought he, he was far worse. He is far worse. Barnett. I mean, no, 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 no. That's season one. Uh. <laughs> no, Bartiste. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, like. I felt bad for Cole and I wasn't a Cole fan by any means, but I felt bad for him because she, she felt that way. She felt that way for a long time. Why not just break up with him before the wedding? Like why go through all of that and make that scene and do that to him? Like that is vengeful to do that. to Like he thinks he's getting married. He's up there. He's saying yes. And you're and you do that to him like that was it really changed the way that I looked at her because I still think that she is a beautiful woman. I still think that she needs therapy and I think that she doesn't need to be in any sort of long term relationship until she gets like intensive therapy because there's clearly some shit going on there like. Um, the Bartice having a date with someone like two, three days later. So he, he clearly was going to say no. Like he knew going in there that he was going to say no. And then she sends him the gifts before the wedding. And you could tell he was going to say no because of his reaction to those gifts. Like he is crying. He's like, oh man, this is so hard. Like, you could tell he was going to say no. And those gifts like got to him and like, he like wanted to give the impression that he was rethinking things, but he still ended up saying no. Cause that was always going to be his decision. I was ready for the brother to swing on him okay. after the wedding. I was ready for the whole family to jump his ass after the wedding. I was hyped for that. It didn't happen. Very unfortunate, but yeah, he was going to say no. And yet him is being going on a date three days later, two days, whatever it was like, that was a terrible look. I, he should have gotten more heat at the reunion than Cole did, but Cole, they said, they told the story of like, he asked for this girl's number at the bachelor party and tried to kiss the girl. There were no cameras. None of the guys vouched for it. I don't know how true it is. I, I, I can believe some of it. Cause you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Cole either, but no backup on that. And then when we saw the orange story of that, I feel bad for Cole because he's trying to like arrange plans of like the second wedding in London yeah. and everything. And then like, she's clearly not listening to what he's saying. And yeah. she even admits that like, Oh, I don't listen to you half the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And then he's making a joke about the orange. This is where it's two different people on two different two different kind of planets here of for him, maybe not the best time to joke. And even if it is, she clearly feels how she feels about her body and everything. And he hasn't first insecurities on him. And it is, he can't control her. insecurity. 
yeah. he, can, he can, you know, try to be supportive or whatever, but in the end, that's on her. It's not his fault. He does. He does not make. He doesn't make things better though, because he, he wants to joke about this stuff, and she is insecure about this. And you know, when he says like, "Oh, you're a nine, she's a 10, that doesn't help her no. when it comes to this stuff. He's not the person who can be there to support her. Exactly. Again, and two different people yeah. just that that just don't mesh together, and that's what I took away from their relationship i think they're both in the wrong at various aspects but it just it wasn't working between them i felt bad for him at the reunion though because everyone attacked him and he seemed like genuinely upset like this is the first time he had heard a lot of this information yes and i think like he's immature whatever it is what it is like she's the one who said yes to him and everything knowing i mean it's not like he changed he was always that way in the pods i was like this guy's so fucking annoying because he was (laughs) immature like and people have different senses of humor like you guys know me i I like bully people like that I'm friends with. Like I'm not mean to people that I, I, okay, well, mostly I'm not mean to people that I don't know, but like, I'm a nice person, like genuinely, I would do stuff for people, but like, I'm going to make fun of my friends. That's just, I I call Sean a bitch like 15 times a day, but like, I am friends with people who understand that. And you couldn't be in a relationship with someone that when you say stuff like that, they're like taking it to heart and things like that. You know, I mean, she, they just, I don't think she had a sense of humor at all. And I think that that was part of it, but I don't know. Like it was so frustrating. Her and Nancy were my two favorites. I love Nancy. Nancy deserves everything good and beautiful in life. I felt so bad for her. Bartice is a piece of shit. He treated her terrible. He set her up with his family intentionally. Like, he's a terrible person. And I still think him and Raven would be perfect for each other because they would just be so self-centered and caring about themselves that they wouldn't worry about what the other one does. Raven and SK got back together and they're just like, dating which is probably good because at the wedding it did seem like that was sk's reasoning of like they i love to- you yes but we have some i'm about to move away like it just right now like marriage is it going bad to work. timing for them yeah but we can be friends and see how it goes and maybe it'll work and they, they're giving it a try and it seems like it's going well so good on them i'm not the biggest fan of, of raven because yeah, i think is. raven is gorgeous i think the wedding she looked so beautiful her eyes and everything like she looked gorgeous i don't think Bartiz is near as attractive as he seems to think that he is i don't like him he's always like, like i'm the guy that when i'm in a room people come yes. up to me i don't have to approach other people people approach me and i'm like no like he's he's terrible the the wife kept sending me like memes about parties he's he's terrible but she sent me he's terrible she may have sent it to me on twitter it was like 
comparing what Martise looked like to I can't find shit on Twitter. I hate Twitter. They're trying to make me have a freaking uh, account that's verified because I have Twitter blue. So now they've got my notifications split in between regular and verified. I think that's for everybody because mine yeah, has that as well. I mine won't upgrade. Well. It keeps sending me a thing that's like, please upgrade to... <laughs> <laughs> to get your check mark and I Twitter, Twitter bluer. I refuse to do it. So uh I don't know. I've got I've been getting so many messages from people because I'm sick, so I don't it's in here somewhere. I can't find shit. I don't know. But people like comparing him to like cartoons and stuff. Like he's not near as attractive as he Yeah seems to think that he is and his personality is shit like not even just that he doesn't even have a good personality so i don't know also yes i um got a new ipad ipad pro that i'm doing this on so for once i'm not on my phone doing it but i haven't got the thing yet to hook up my microphone so my microphone's just here (laughs) (laughs) not doing anything but yeah it's fine uh, <laughs> kate kate says hey! one of my three favorite people in the whole world you need new friends if we're your three favorite people in the whole world i mean me and kate were sending we just send voice messages to each other and i kept going up the stairs and then i would be like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> i was like sorry i can't breathe i just walked up the stairs <laughs> like God, I'm out of shape. <laughs> nice. <sighs> Everyone watch Love is Blind. The, the wife was telling me that like they've already filmed season four and five. And I'm like, can you just release them? Like, Alexis what do we? Alexis said that they filmed that a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was wow. like, what are we doing here? Can we release this stuff? I need my trash TV to watch. I don't know why it takes them so long to release it because they did that same thing with the first season. Like Cameron and Lauren... I remember they had already been married for like two years before they released the first season. And I'm like, it does not take that long to edit. So like, what's wrong with you? No, just release this stuff. So that way I can one, because by the time you get there, the half these people might be divorced and stuff anyway, but yeah, yeah, just go ahead and release all of this stuff. So I can get my trash reality television fix. Uh, Too hot to handle is coming back very soon. Very excited. I got another comment. Is it Colleen and Matt? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him. I know I said that last week. Um, Still don't like him. And her body language at the reunion. Yeah. Made me uncomfortable. Like, I I feel like she's scared of him. A lot of people were, were, were saying that, that like, yeah, she she seemed very uncomfortable and very afraid during that entire entire thing. I I didn't pick up on it too much, but it was also very late, and I was only I was more listening than watching. Right. But I might have to go back and uh kind of see what what that was all about. But yeah, a lot of people had said that. I don't feel like they're gonna last. I think uh, Alexa and Brennan might last. I didn't think Brennan came off well 
during the reunion. He was, I don't know. I didn't like him. I didn't like him too much. And Alexa, she's just clearly, she's opinionated. That's fine. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah, Colleen and Matt, that was, I, he immediately weird vibes when he just wanted to run every single time. Yes. Like and immediately of just like, oh. I don't know Before he even started running, I was like, Matt is not passing the vibe check. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is about him. And then he started trying to run every time anything happened. And I yeah. loved that she called him out about it in front of his friends in that one episode. When she was like, yeah, we had a miscommunication. He didn't realize that the girls were going here. And then he packed a shit and tried to leave. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, you did What? <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I think Alexa and Brennan might last. I think Colleen and Matt won't. But I don't know. We got Lauren and Cameron still married from season one. We, we shall see when they do the catch-up. Uh, they put them all in a house in the in the woods like they did with season two. So they did after the altar. Season two, they just threw them all in the house yeah. in the woods. That's what they'll, that's what they'll have to do for, for season three. Release new episodes. Give me new episodes of the Ultimatum as well. Excited for that to return at some point. All right, I, I need to get out of here and be disappointed with these uh, tickets here. You're still in the waiting list? No, no, no. Like I'm again. I got the code. It's it's you know I got it's eleven o'clock is when they go on sale. But I got to have a conversation about like what we're actually going to do. Uh, can't make that decision gotcha. by myself. Uh, so I'm I'm um trying to be sympathetic on facebook so someone will give me a code uh you can potentially have my chicago code if you would like it i don't want to go to chicago that's fair <laughs> especially not on a sunday yeah that's fair all right everybody uh do you want to plug anything sv3 uh twitter it's there on the screen godspeed okay. There you go. Share. Do you have anything to plug? I don't think so. Uh, if any of you will be at Full Gear, I will be there, Dr. Pending. Um, <laughs> if anyone has a ticket they want to give me for Full Gear, I'm, <laughs> I'm available. It's a Saturday, so it works out perfectly. The missus gave me the clearance. But I'm not spending that much money on it. So if you want to, you want to, you want to, you want a great guest to bring with you, great pictures, great experience. If you don't know the show, I'll explain it to you. I'm your man. <laughs> Just buy the tickets and we'll go. Uh, SP3, if you do come, um, we are uh, meeting at a bar like right before. So I'll let you know, or not right before, but before to eat, you know, then we can make people mad on the internet again and everything. Um, and if you one year, one year, every year, year. every year for full year. Um, if you will be in Winston Salem the following weekend, I will be there. Yes. I'm going to see you there. We're going to, Sean and I are going to, uh, hit, I say we should do the heart attack to people. We're going to hit the heart attack. Just not to me. Nah. Preferably. Nah. Well, don't don't be mean to us. That's very tough for you. So you're probably probably gonna have to hit you with a heart attack. Sean, 
asked me this morning if I needed anything because he's worried. And I was like, a new cervix. And he said, I have one of those lying around, actually. <laughs> so I'll be good to go by then. <laughs> so we'll be in uh, Winston-Salem next week for WrestleCade. Uh, next week, we are going to rank Fast and Furious movies. The time might change on when we do this show. SP Theory, I got to talk to you about that because the kids are on break uh, and there's uh, other stuff going on. So we'll talk uh, I'll, when I when I know something. I'll, I'll let you know as well. Otherwise, thanks everybody for hanging out with us on our weekly... Now, what is, what is that? What is this? <laughs> Can't do it. Rish what is like wrong things. with you? <laughs> I got no rhythm. <laughs> that's, how, that's how my wrists work. Just like that. I can't handle it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too white for this movement, okay? It's like the easiest thing to do, and you're like, what like this? tired i've been up since four i'm I'm sick all right it's gonna be a long week cut me some slack (laughs) everyone on this show's banned bye everybody everyone's so mean to me bye Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.